Welcome to the Pledge Drive Daily Audio Recording number 25, which makes this September 25th, 2013. So, you know, we're almost at 30 days of this bad boy, and I brought people in here and there so you can get don't get too sick of just me. And I'm doing that today, too. Reached out, and uh, who responded? Who's hanging out with me today? It's Tim. It's Tim. Who's Tim? <laughs> uh, if you follow me, it would be Tim Sophos on Twitter. If you're on the GameCraft, it's just Tim Dominion Arts. That's right. So Tim is a game designer. Is that accurate to say? Yes, sure. <laughs> I hate to use the, the term game designer for anybody who isn't formally published in some fashion. But uh, if you count the GameCraft as being published, then yes. So Tim and I have known each other for a while. Uh, we've had several conversations back and forth, and we've talked about him coming on the podcast. And I'm actually kind of looking across the room here at a uh, game that I finally have <laughs> rules for that I can review at some point. Did they, did they come? <laughs> yeah, I, I, they came the other day. I got the rules and the uh, extra components you sent. So Awesome. Get to look through that. And uh, and I, like I told you before, you know, Jordan has uh, – Kind of poked me a couple times about when we're going to review that one. So uh, hopefully now that we have the rules, we can get that back up uh, where it belongs in the queue and and take a look at it. That would be awesome. So what are you working on right now? There's a couple of games. Obviously, the micro game that you have, the contest. All right. So you're you're gonna participate for the cold hard cash? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to participate for the joy of creating a game. Oh. The cold hard cash is a bonus. <laughs> So what do you what do you think about the contest? You know, I, I get a little bit back and forth about some people don't like how restricted it restrictive is, and uh, my thought process on it is: uh, aren't all the contests kind of supposed to be restrictive? That's kind of the reason for them. Yeah, I actually liked it. I mean, one of the first things I tweeted about it was uh, like the the simplicity of a, a micro game. Kind of as a designer, puts you in a box, and you kind of see design a different perspective you see fun in a different light so that was real that wasn't me kissing uh <laughs> kissing up to you to try and uh get bonus points but it, it was like i've always wanted to do a micro game ever since love letter came out i think everybody kind of saw a micro game in a different light and i was one of them i just never really had the i guess the motivation to make it into this contest and i was like oh cool i'm, I'm totally gonna make something for this and i did and actually it's one of the more um fun I've had designing a game in the past year or so. Cool. Yeah, Cyrus and I actually kind of came up with most of the rules and the idea at Gen Con uh, while we were walking around and seeing, like, Love Letter, basically, being played in, you know, the lobbies and in pubs and all kinds of stuff. And part of it is that, and because, it, you know, it's it's the new thing right now, obviously. Micro games are kind of hot since Love Letter. But also um, on the Game Crafter side, uh, my thought process is once these games are made, these are really nice kind of impulse buys too. The price point is really nice for a game like this. So hopefully we can also get some designers, some extra sales just off of, oh, well, you know, that's like $15 or whatever. It ends up being charged at the end of the day. So it's it's something easy for somebody to pick up versus say like a $40, $45 plus game. Definitely, especially for designers who don't have any, I guess, background or fan base a price point of like 15 bucks is far more uh, digestible. 
So what do you think of the uh, option of coming on and being interviewed here? Was that a, a valuable ad for me to add on as part of the contest? I think if the, the designer is worth his, uh, his salt, he, you want to be everywhere, which is why I kind of started my Kickstarter rules daily. Uh, is because it's just, one, you want to add to the community. That's first and foremost. You want to improve the community. Um, but second, you want to start having followers. So if, you know, three people from your uh, list of followers decide, oh, who is this Tim guy? And, you know, go search me up and, oh, look, it's him. And follow me. That's three more people that when I do launch my game will see me post Kickstarter and what have you. So, yeah, definitely. All right. So you're you're going by. In fact, I just talked about this again tonight. Uh, it, it's the topic. It seems to be the uh, topic of choice recently or the advice of choice for Kickstarter stuff. But making sure you build your fan base before you ever launch. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. I just interviewed uh, somebody again tonight, which hopefully I'll have out by next week. And uh, that was one of the topics we covered is uh, making sure you build your fan base before you ever hit the launch button. <laughs> oh, I stole his thunder. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Because <laughs> you're you're a uh, you're uh, a a long long time listener. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, hey, by the way, you and I have been talking about you potentially coming on for a while now, and then uh, I heard you on uh, Richard Bliss's yeah. podcast not too long ago. So cool, and congrats on that. But thank you. But uh, could could couldn't mention me, huh, Jackass? <laughs> <laughs> There wasn't time. You, <laughs> oh no, you, no, there was time to mention other things. <laughs> have you listened, Liz? He's he's on a roll. Oh, when I, he goes on a roll, you can't stop him. Yeah, and 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 Richard is always. Uh, he has that twenty minute hard time limit, and he sticks to it, which is awesome. I mean, he does a really good job with that. So yeah. uh, a lot of people appreciate that. And uh, so yeah, it's it. And twenty minutes goes. I mean, I I interview people for an hour, and that goes fast sometimes. So twenty minutes is is pretty insane sometimes. Yeah, he's he he definitely knows what he wants out of a a conversation, and then he he definitely knows how to wrap it up. So it's it's a really uh, interesting thing to be a part of. No, it was cool though. It was cool to hear you on my drive in. It's like, oh shit, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he sounds like. It sounds so, odd. Oh, so I was like, oh, so no, it's I'm not special. He's just trying to make the rounds now. <laughs> you were the first. <laughs> I offered you, myself up to you first, <laughs> and then it just and then honestly, it was kind of the same thing. Was Richard was just literally looking for somebody, and he was like, hey, who wants to be in there? And I was like anybody like i literally replied to his who's like anybody he's like yeah anybody I was like, oh, okay cool sure i'd do it he's like awesome let's do it yeah so, I, I was looking for somebody tonight and i saw you responding on twitter so i thought i'd hit you up because we had already talked about you coming on yes twitter so, is my new home so this is this is this will be everybody's intro to we'll ease you into the podcast <laughs> we'll have you back yes. some other time maybe even you know hey maybe could be could be contest related you never know it could be. It could be. <laughs> Back to the contest, though. Yeah. Uh, when you were when you were talking about restrictions, mm -hmm. it's funny because uh, in my circle of friends, when we talk about it, when we talked about micro games, mm -hmm. your rules were actually a lot more robust. Like you, you allowed for far more than what <laughs> uh, my friends and I were like thinking because we were thinking like no more than twenty cards, no more than one dice, no more than like four tokens. Like we were like harsh restricting ourselves, and then you were like. Nope. So long as it fits into this box, twelve bucks, you're good. And I was like, I can I can fit seventy two cards in here. 
That's yeah. a that's a big game. <laughs> yeah, and and actually, uh, some of the early early discussions, it was very much that, and I just. I personally thought it was too restrictive. I didn't want to, cause it was like, you can have no more than X number of components and stuff like right. that. And I'm, I'm fine with that to a point, but I think in a lot of ways, especially with these contests that the price point itself is going to restrict your components. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And, and my, our big thing by the end of the day and by the time Cyrus and I were done talking, uh, it was just basically, can we, is it portable? Can we fit it in our pocket and take it on the go was really what we were trying to get to. Yeah. So I think we've kind of got that. Now I know I've gotten a lot of, a little bit of a lash back on that because a lot of people wanted to use a small pro box and the small pro box is a nice box. But at the end of the day, I wanted to be able to potentially put it in my pocket. And that's what Cyrus and I were really trying to get at is can we kind of get this in a pocket and go. No, I totally agree. Even the new version of Love Letter really was, you look at it and you're like, this is a pretty big box for, you know, it was like 12 cards. Yeah. 16. So, 16. Yeah. So uh, to me, I was like, I'm not going to buy this when I can just buy like the original and it's like, it comes in a really nice, you know, bag and it fits in your pocket. And like, I, that was kind of the, again, the, the beauty of micro games is it's portability. So a small pro box, as nice as it is, doesn't fit in the pocket no. unless you wear very baggy <laughs> jeans. Yeah. And actually somebody was trying to, I think, uh, still argue for the small pro box. And they were like, have you ever tried to get a 90? Cause I think our, our top is 90, right? Is the 90 card tuck, tuck box. Yeah. Less. And uh, I was like, I've never had a problem. Am I buying the wrong jeans? <laughs> <laughs> and I've got a game out in the, and it, it actually dawned on me cause I have a game sitting out on my, uh, in my living room on one of our end tables. And it's like 120, 130 cards. And it actually still fits in my pocket. I can take it with me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So, no, it's cool. You know, I've been having a lot of fun with this contest so far because it seems like every time I turn around, there's new questions or, or people wanting to know more about it. So it's got me excited because I've always kind of sat on the sidelines for a lot, all of these contests and saw all these really cool games. And uh, I was always amazed at the games that come up with it. And now I get to, like, be in the middle of it and see all this cool stuff happen around. And it's 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 been a lot of fun. Yeah, no, there's there's definitely a lot of like amazing designers on the the game crafter. Uh, I mean, just like there's Ben Mark is is on there as well, and he his developments with him Clever is on there, and he has. I mean, you don't do four Kickstarters and have them all be successful without having you know some skill at designing games. So yeah. there's plenty of amazing designers on the game crafters. Yeah, I told Jason he's not allowed to launch his next one until he comes talk to me on the podcast because he's definitely somebody I want to have a Kickstarter-related conversation with for sure. And it's actually interesting because I don't act—I don't see him do the rounds. I don't see him on podcasts. I don't see him do videos. I don't see his game reviews. It, he's one of those people who I think Bliss calls like uh, like he's his own kind of universe. So people who know him know him. Yeah. And if you discover him, you discover him. But he he creates his Kickstarter specifically for the group of people he knows he can sell to. Right. So it's it's a very interesting approach to it. And I mean, well, it, he gets it done. Yep. And well, and he's built some following off of being consistent, and reliable too. From from jump, right? 
I mean, yeah. all of his projects have pretty much been right on time. Uh, you've gotten what he said you would get or more. Uh, I mean, he's just, he's, he's done a really good job with, yeah. And it's, it's been very grassroots, but yeah. he definitely has a following at this point. And, and you see it all the time in any of his projects, right? You, uh, pull up the comments or you pull up a, the latest update and somebody, somebody somewhere is basically saying, uh, I back this just because it's yours. Uh, you're, you're one of the only designers. I see your name and I know I don't even have to read the Kickstarter page. You know, you always yeah, see exactly. stuff like that, which is great. <laughs> so have you, uh, have you uh, been following our uh, pledge drive stuff at all? On and off. Yeah, I've. I'm waiting for the last minute to <laughs> put in my money because I want to be like the last person to donate. <laughs> well, okay that 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 wasn't why I asked the question, but thank you. <laughs> no, I will. I, I plan to. I'm I'm a big believer in helping the community. Like one of the one of the things that I I, I harp on is that the community is super small and super tight. Mm-hmm. So. Anytime anybody asks for, for help, it's almost like a, a good friend asking for help. So you, you try and help where you can. Well, I think you, uh, kind of know my thoughts and feelings on the community aspect of, uh, gaming. I mean, I'm very big into the community aspect of what we have going on here. And that's part of what we do with the podcast, right? I mean, we, uh, it, it's partially us BSing in a room, but a lot of it is, you know, being able to help promote things and and giving people their time to talk about what they've got going on. And, and my approach where, uh, you know, like we talked about, Richard does a really good job of giving you a tight 20 minutes and, and, uh, lessons learned and, um, uh, basically the gist of what a project is and all that stuff where, uh, I approach it. I, I give, give the hour because I, you know, we get time to, I want to know the person, and then how the project came to be and then what the project is. And like I said, I mean, that goes fast to me. So uh, Richard is awesome at keeping that 20 minute thing and, and getting as much information packed into 20 minutes as he does. I think it's amazing, but you know, I, we have the, we have the extended conversation on our end and it, it all stems back to, yeah, let's, let's, let's be, let's have a, a friendly conversation and, and get to the subject eventually. Yeah. No, and I, I think you kind of need both anyways, right? Cause you, you listen to bliss and you get the hard facts, you get a lot of good information. You don't really get a chance to know the person you, it's, he, he focuses more on the project and how, it's it, it kind of came to be and how it's progressing and what have you. So he focuses very much on the Kickstarter aspect of it. Again, like you said, you focus on more like the, the dreamer, like what, why did you do this and what have you? And then you get to the, the project of like, cool. And then how did you execute it? Which is funny because I think today's Kickstarter rule for me was like, you know, your dream is fine, but show me that you can deliver or else I just won't back you. So that's kind of, to me, is, is, is hugely important. Like, yes, I want to know you, <laughs> but first and foremost, I need to be able to see that you can deliver what you want to deliver. Because if you can't, then I just won't bother getting to know you. All right. Yeah. And no, I, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, there's, there's room for all of us. And I've said it several times on the podcast where I don't believe in being a competitor. I believe in being the community. And yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not, I've said it several times and I'll always say it, but yeah, Richard is part of my commute as well. I definitely listen to funding the dream, uh, any chance I get. And as soon as it comes up, it usually is one of 
a handful of podcasts that go to the top of my list that make sure that if it came out, go I listen to during my morning commute. So, <laughs> yeah, my morning commute is a twenty minute walk, so it actually would fit quite nicely. <laughs> yeah. See, I have the hour drive to and an hour drive back, so <laughs> uh, pod podcasting fits in really good right there. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to uh, do this stat stuff here, if you don't mind. Go for it. All right, so where we're sitting right now, of course, uh, we are still just shy of $300 in total donations. So that is awesome. And again, that is pure donations, and that is after PayPal has gotten their little percentage. So that is what we have raised that I have in the bank. So we're at like 291 something. So uh, that is great. Thank you, everybody. But again, I would absolutely love it if we hit $300 of pure donations before this month ends. And then, of course, we will also add in anything above and beyond from the Board Game Geek auctions. And uh, a reminder that, you know, $90.35 of that, that's uh, what we need, what we had left over to raise to continue on for another year. And then everything above and beyond that, split 50-50 with the Jack Vassal Memorial Fund, which is an awesome charity. And like we said, we uh, firsthand here, one of our own, has utilized that charity. So we know it benefits gamers in need, and uh, we want to give back. So that is awesome. We got the donation button on the website, allisgeeks.com, and you can give any amount that you're comfortable with. $5 or more will get you a shout-out on the daily audios. So just two of those, just two of those will put us over $300. Just think about it. Just think about it. <laughs> and we got the T-shirt pre-orders there as well. And, of course, the Board Game Geek auctions. And we got Tim. We got Tim who's cheerleading us on on the sides. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> who's going to uh, participate in our micro game challenge. Do you have – I know you've got uh, several games. Do you, have you published any that you're actually selling on the uh, on the Game Crafter at the moment? No, I'm very, I'm very uh, Damn subconscious it, Tim. about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very self-conscious about my designs. It's never. <laughs> I read a tweet today that it kind of sums it up. A game is never done, yeah. and that's to me is like a game is never done. Like I, I'm always constantly. And my biggest flaw is rule books. I hate writing rule books. Uh, yeah, it's the the bane of all of our existence. You know, yeah. t uh, Tim has created some beautiful looking games. I've seen several of them, and like I said, I have one sitting here. And uh, the artwork alone is basically why jo Jordan keeps poking me. Are we going to play this? Are we going to play this? <laughs> so, I, again, glad I got the rule book. So I look forward to doing that, man. And I, you, you, you just at some point you need to just pull the trigger. And uh, when when people say your rule book is good, <laughs> I will then publish that game. All right. Well, uh, I I still have yet to go over the rule book, but I will here shortly. So I will let you know what I think of the rule book. There you go. And then if you don't like the rule book, let me know. I'll rewrite it. <laughs> what else? Do you got anything else that uh, you'd like to promote at this time? No, not really. No. I don't have anything for myself. Yeah. I have other people. Still still working on potentially that first Kickstarter? Working on the contest? Actually, the game that you're currently looking at, yes. that you have in mind, that, that will eventually be my first Kickstarter. Okay. I think that of all of my games that has the the widest appeal because you get to roll dice you get to place dice you get to make your character you get to do quests like all right so there you go 
So, you know, look look forward to uh, future conversations about Rhodes Magnate then, right? Is that what we're saying? Yes, All right. definitely. We'll be talking about that one in the future. Tim, thanks for an impromptu hanging out with me. Anytime. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right. And as always, no, for at least another five days, I'll talk to you tomorrow. 